Since I was a small boy, I've always been fascinated by the unusual and the quirks that life throws up every day. When analogue radio was the norm, I would unconsciously try and tune in between the stations and forge through the white noise in the hope that I would pick up a signal that had yet to be discovered or a secret voice whispering in the ether. Tom's story about a dream he had and how he connected in a very unusual way to his father is a very small peek into the static of the unknown. It's about an experience that I had when I was probably about seven years old, I think. And um, basically, um, is that still working? Yeah, so um, I was asleep in bed, uh, aged about seven, and um, I suddenly, in my dream, I can't remember what I was dreaming about, but suddenly I saw a flash, uh, a flash of light, and for some reason I knew this was a flash from a camera, and, and, and I suddenly woke up, and I thought I'd been photographed for some reason, uh, and there was someone standing in the room, uh, it was my dad, and instantly I said to him, did you take a picture of me? Uh, he said no. Um, he was actually standing there thinking of taking a picture of me. Um, and he went out of the room kind of, uh, I think, slightly uh, confused. And afterwards he said to me, yeah, I, was, I saw you lying in bed there looking cute. And I thought I'd, uh, I thought I'd take a picture, but then I thought I'd have to use a flash because it was dark in the room. And then he said, but then I thought, because your eyes were slightly open, I thought, oh, if I, if I use the flash, it might wake him up. Yeah. So, and that's the experience that I had, being woken up by a camera flash. Um, it's quite it was quite strange. But, okay, I mean, you know, how old were you at the time? About seven. About seven, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, it's kind of unusual, isn't it? You know, that, that you sort of have like this connection, uh, like connection of minds, you know, you've, you know, yeah. you're asleep and you, you, your dad's awake and it's sort of like this connection of understanding yeah. at the same time. Well, have, you, have you ever thought about what it was or have you ever thought any deeper about something? Like um, I, my overwhelming feeling at the time was a warm feeling about it, it felt, it felt nice. It was like a good experience. It was, it was good, well it felt like a connection, you know, yeah. between me and my dad. Um, dad, dad wasn't related to words or anything yeah. like that. Um, I instantly felt that some kind of uh, communication had passed between us. Yeah. Because it was so clear that I, in my dream, experienced being woken up by yeah. a camera flash. And he later told me, yes, I was thinking of photographing you with a flash, yeah. but was worried that it might wake you up. You know, it, it just—it was just so funny and so uh, so nice as well. It was like, wow, we had this little connection. Wow, wasn't that weird? But you know, would you would you say it was just a pure coincidence that you sort of had a dream of getting your photograph taken, and it just so happens your dad at that very moment in time had you know thoughts about taking a photograph and thoughts about having you know using flash photography. Would you say that was a um, coincidence, or would you say it was something a lot more deeper, or more profound? Uh, well, I don't think it was a coincidence. No. Um, I suppose theoretically it could be a coincidence, yeah. but uh, you can't rule that out. But 
uh, there's a feeling associated with it as well, you know, yeah. a feeling of communication. Yeah, I think I think for me as well, you know, listening to this story, I think coincidence, the, you know, the use of the word coincidence is used, you know, far too frequently in my opinion to explain. To write things off. Yeah, just to write things off instantaneously. It's just kind of like it's a word that's bandied about. Um, it's, it, it, it's used far too easily. Yeah, yeah. It's it's used when we have no explanation for things. Yeah. And actually, I don't have an explanation for this. You know, yeah. I don't think that I need an explanation for it. You know. No. Um, I think that human beings and the way we experience ourselves and the world are mysterious. Yeah. Are intrinsically mysterious. Yeah. Like I can't explain love. I no. can't explain. Um, my dreams, I can't explain, yeah. you know, how I have a sense of identity, you yeah. know, where does that come from? Yeah. Um, all these, all of these things, I think the human being is a, is a mysterious thing. And um, just because you can't explain something in rational terms, yeah. um, I don't think um, you know, negates it or... No. Invalidates it. it do, I, I mean, absolutely, I think you're absolutely right. I think it, it just it, it, there's a lot of things that we don't understand, you know. And you know, I don't want to be talking in any sort of pseudo scientific um, way and go, you know, well, it could be this, it could be that. I I, I don't understand it. it. But to sort of dismiss any sort of because it's a very unusual thing, you know. I mean, it's just. The chances of a, a, a coincidence like that happening, you know, it, was your father a photographer or anything? He is, yeah, he's a photographer. Oh, he is a photographer, yeah. right, okay, yeah. So, you know, it's just, I don't know. Did, did, did you ever think in, a, in photographic ways or...? Did I think in photographic ways? I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like... I, 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 would, I would certainly yeah. have heard him, at the, you know, um, on occasion saying, oh, I'll have to use a flash or, you yeah. know, describing the techniques of photography because yeah. he was... At that time, he was getting very into um, developing his own pictures, yeah. and so that was the kind of hobby that he had. Did he have it as a hobby, or was it a job? Was it? It was a hobby. Yeah. Hobby. All oh, right. It's okay. Another. You know, I mean, from a professional standpoint, maybe you know it'd be more ingrained in you, maybe. Whereas if it's a hobby, but it was it was around. You know, I was certainly was aware of him, yeah. and uh, if you like, his interest in camera techniques, and and he was as well. It's yeah. something that um, you know. Um, was a part of him yeah. at the time and still is, I suppose. But um, so all I'm saying is that you know I could I could have heard him discuss camera flash, yeah. you know, earlier. Yeah. You know, so and, and be flash. You oh, you wait for no. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's maybe that's yeah. why I could have dreamt it. You know, I'm trying to sort of be devil's advocate here and sort yeah. of say why it couldn't have been a, you know, possibly a. Yeah, sort of I'm not saying I don't think you should talk yourself out of it. I really no. don't because I think, like you know, if, you know, if my opinion's worth anything, which it really isn't, but you know, it, you know, the chance of the, the coincidence of that happening, you know, at that time, at that very precise moment, you know, is infinitesimal. Mm. It really is. It's kind of like, you know, I, I you know. I, like I listen to a lot of things about lucid dreaming and things like that, you know, when we're asleep we're at a very highly suggestible state, 
as well. Mm. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe your brain waves, your brain patterns were able to pick up on your father's thoughts. I don't know. Mm. I really don't know. But well, I, do, what, I do think there's more to it. I yeah. I mean, having... I've had experiences when I'm waking up, um, you know, or on the edge of sleep. Yeah. I think the edge of sleep is a very interesting sort of area because Absolutely. that's where, you know, when your consciousness starts to dissolve into sleep or when you're emerging from sleep. Yeah. Um, because I'm a musician and I write songs, yeah. I quite often will sort of wake up with a tune in my head. Yeah. You know, that's... I, it's not arisen through my sort of personal effort of trying to write a song. It's just as I'm sort of, you know, you're coming to the, almost yeah. like you're surfacing yeah. from the, the sea of sleep kind of yeah. thing. It's like I've got something. I'm aware that I've, I've got an interesting tune with me that I, yeah. I found somewhere down there in the depths and I'm, and I'm surfacing yeah. and I'm thinking, wow, I've got to hold on to this. This is quite a good one. You know, mm. I can feel myself waking up and wow. You know, don't let it slip through my fingers. Yeah. And it's like I've, when I finally wake, and yeah. I've still got this tune, it's like I've got a pearl or something from the depths, or some kind of yeah. treasure that I've, um, that I've managed to yeah. rescue. You know, so... I like that analogy. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah. <laughs> so it's, um, uh, the, the edge of sleep is, is a fascinating place. Absolutely. You know, where your rational mind kind of yeah. like, um, experiences what might be described as the irrational or, or unexplainable. Yeah. With, I mean, with, with reference to, you know, if you have a dream and, you know, you draw an inspiration from that dream with a song or anything like that, where do you think these, like, pearls of um, creativity come from as such? Would, would you, do you think, I, I don't know, you know, I'm asking you the question, I suppose, like, but, you know, where would you think these are pearls of well, creativity? Or do you think we make them ourselves or do you think it's something with creativity it's uh an interesting one because it <clears throat> there's two sides to creativity i would say um one of which is pure inspiration yeah. you know when you do have that sort of something comes to you it's almost like it's given to you yeah you know or, or it's like you're uncovering something uh it's almost perfect already yeah um and so the work comes in uh, when you are having to polish it or, yeah. or, you know, perfect it. So the two sides to creativity for me are, you know, the pure inspiration, yeah. which almost like you have nothing to do with. It just appears there, you know, yeah. like a tune comes into your head or, you know, um, a poem, come, you know, a line yeah. of poetry might come to you or, yeah. or you're working on something so, uh, you're so in the moment with your working, that, yeah. that the the inspiration, the good stuff just seems to come without your conscious effort, without yeah. your, you know, yeah. working. But then the other side to it is is that conscious thing of right, I've got to perfect this. I've got to. Yeah. Mm, how can I make this better? How can I finish this off? Yeah. Um, so uh, often the best bits of songs. A lot of musicians will say this. Are you know it yeah. just seems to come without any effort. Yeah. Um, comes to that comes from that place which yeah. we seem to visit in dreams you know that, yeah. that part of us which we have no control over because yeah. um, we have no you know, we probably have no control over our dreams unless you get into lucid dreaming which is another another side yeah. to it but um, yeah uh, 
it's almost like not you, the um, the subconscious. It's, it, is, it isn't you. It isn't this no. this surface identity that we've got, is it? No. It knows nothing about this this bundle of uh, sort of opinions and self-image and stuff. The subconscious yeah. isn't trying to trying no. to create anything. You know, it's not trying to create a self-image or a yeah. Uh, well. No, I, I think I, I've run out of words. No, here. I think I know exactly. I, you know, <clears throat> there's, you know, there's, I, I've heard of this, you know, a theory or an idea of a cloud consciousness. Mm. You know, it's kind of like, you know, we we sort of, you know, for example, you've got an iPhone, you take a photograph, and you've got iCloud, that photograph goes off. You know, we, we have a copy on our phone, but a copy of that goes off into sort of, you know, mm. a cloud, some server in America somewhere or something like that, but it's, it's a cloud, you know, there's an idea that's bandied about that, there's a cloud consciousness, you know, that in reality our consciousness is shared sort of thing, it up in this nondescript, unidentifiable area of, you know, quantum time and space where we draw on these ideas and these thoughts and these inspirations, but it's an actual cloud that we draw from and when we die, our consciousness returns back to this sort yeah. of cloud. It's just kind of like... And each individual consciousness isn't really an individual one, it's just a part of this greater... Yeah. Is that, well, yeah, is that the idea? Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely it, yeah. It, you know, we're part of like this... You know, our consciousness as a whole, it's, it is a shared consciousness on a much deeper level sort of thing. Mm. So, you know, maybe you're onto something there, maybe like, you know, when you, you and your father, you know, with there, you know, you you're in this this you know this sleep state, and your consciousness has reached out into this cloud. Whereas yeah. your father's had the same thoughts at the same time. He's yeah. drawn from this idea and this thought of in, in, you know mm. connected. Well, the idea that you know our own we think of ourselves as separate, don't we? Yeah. Separate people in separate bodies. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, and so we we. We are encouraged to think of this thing as this, this boundary between ourself and the next person. Yeah. You know, a very definite boundary, which yeah. kind of is the skin. I think the you idea know. of the individual is a very modern thing, though. If you look back thousands of years, you know, people work together and you know, pray together and you know, worship together, build things. You know, it was very much you know of the mass, whereas you know, maybe in the past 100, 200 years, it's we've become a very sort of separated individual. I think we've forgot what it's like to be part of a group or, mm. you know, you know.